WCBM. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Good morning. Ah, Good morning to all of you out there in the greater Baltimore area. You're dealing with the snow, you're dealing with the ice, you're dealing with all kinds of elements this morning, but guess what? We're still happy to be alive, and we thank God for that. You know, I got up early this morning to shovel the driveway, and (laughs) you know what? I was happy because it was still very soft snow. Have you ever had a drive to uh, shovel snow when it was like a layer of ice on top of the snow? That is the worst. That is the worst. So this morning, I was very thankful that the snow was still fluffy. And I got to just be able to move it right out of the way. And so we had no issues. But, uh, again, thanks and shout-out to uh, WCBM because, yes, schools were closed today. So my little one is with me today. And so I'm grateful to have a a place of employment where they don't mind a 7-year-old bopping up and down the hallways. (laughs) I do appreciate it. Oh, man, what a night. What a night. I stayed up extra late last night because I wanted to make sure that I saw everyone's speech And, of course, uh, first you had President Trump with his victory speech there in Iowa. Uh, And then I got to see uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he was next, where he streamed his speech live. Uh, They did show that on Newsmax, so I got to see that one. And then you had Governor Ron DeSantis. And after that is when I saw uh, Nikki Haley's former U.N. ambassador. I I thought there was a, a striking difference between... Ron DeSantis' speech and Nikki Haley's speech. And I do want to get into that in a little bit. Also coming up in the show, we do have Kate Sullivan. She'll be joining us at 11 a.m. Uh, she's going to talk to us about the uh, ballot collection training workshop that's going to be happening tomorrow. I know a lot of people always ask, how can I get involved? This is how you can get involved uh, in the state of Maryland, is uh, helping out with making sure that we have uh, election accuracy, as Kate usually says. Uh, and uh, I also want to make sure that you guys know, you know, even when it comes to phone banking and things like that, don't forget, you can phone bank for any candidate uh, in any state. And so if you see a candidate, say we don't have here in Maryland a candidate that you think is right there on the lines of victory, don't forget, you could phone bank for people like uh, David McCormick right there running for Senate in Pennsylvania, which I think he's going to do a great job. I do think he could flip that seat. And so, you know, that could go a long way if you decide to help out with his race. Uh, so always keep that in mind. There's a way to get involved. You just, you got to, you know, yeah, you just got to find those those little niches and you've got to listen to people like Kate Sullivan because obviously here in November we want to win big. Speaking of winning big, back to Iowa. Uh, President Trump really... I mean, look, this is one of those cases where you could say the polls got it right. The polls got it right. We knew from the very beginning, the very start, that President Trump was going to win big, and he did last night. If you want to weigh in at any point in time on what you saw in Iowa, you can. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Now, there were a couple of notes and a couple of takeaways. Uh, Obviously, President Trump had nothing to worry about, but I did love the fact People can't deny that you know, you love the fact that he did show up to campaign in Iowa. You know, not just in this past week, but remember, he was there over the summer at some of the festivals as well. So, And he brought in a lot of heavy hitters. Congressman Corey Mills and Congressman Wesley Hunt were in Iowa 
Uh, if you went to the Red Renaissance Lodge last week, you just met them. And uh, they were out there stumping for President Trump. He also had an event with uh, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luda. She's in the Tampa area in Florida. Uh, I was able, just because I follow Anna, I was able to see uh, some of the photos in that event. I mean, a packed house. A packed house yesterday. And, of course, we knew that there were 23 inches of snow on the ground. And yet he was still packing the house at each event. So he did a great job. As I mentioned earlier on the morning drive, uh, President Trump proved that he did not he did not have to participate in the GOP primary debates. Look, you know, and I know a lot of people wanted him to just because it's like, all right, you know, no one should act as if a seat is theirs. No. And look, I'm right there with you. But I think many of us already knew exactly where President Trump stood on the issues. Especially since we saw the policies that he enacted when he was there in 2016, right? When he ran in 2016, when he participated in the debates in 2016, we knew where he stood. That didn't change. And so he proved, uh, you know, with a resounding victory that he did not have to participate in those debates at all. And I do wonder what you think about that, because I know there were some people that called the show and said that they wish that he did participate in the debates, uh, I also noticed uh, Trump's speech last night. If you didn't get to see it, of course, it's making its ways uh, around social media. But Trump sounded a lot different. And I- I'm wondering if you noticed this as well. Uh, usually when he wins, you know, it's like, oh, I won. Uh, you know, we win big. We may win. Uh, you know, he's usually bragging, boasting. Now, we knew already that he was going to win. He knew that as well. But there was a... Uh, there was a part in his speech, it was in the very beginning, in case you missed it, where he talked about coming together. And he noted that he wanted to bring everyone together. And he said specifically, liberals, independents, and Republicans. He said specifically liberals. He wants to bring everybody together. And so I wonder, moving forward, is that going to be his main message? Is it uniting the country? Because that's, in my opinion, that's going to be a tough one to sell. We know that the mainstream media is completely against him. And we saw not just last week, remember Whoopi Goldberg on The View? Oh, if you're part of the LGBTQ community, oh, if you've migrated here illegally, he's going to get rid of you. He's going to wipe you out. Remember all that stuff? So that's a tough sell. If he continues on that message, though, I thought it sounded really good. I thought he sounded great last night. I do wonder what you think about that as well. Of course, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was, I I call him the social media darling. Uh, He obviously had a huge showing on social media. But I can tell you personally, even though you do well on social media, that doesn't translate into votes. And so it was very interesting to see a lot of conservative influencers kind of jump onto the Vivek Ramaswamy, what I call the bandwagon, because there were so many people, I think, that loved the fact that if you did an interview with Vivek, if you uh, highlighted some of the things that Vivek would talk about, usually you'll get a lot of engagement on social media. So I don't think people realize this, but the uh, the conservative influencers, that's what I call them, a lot of those individuals, they only make money, and I hope people know this, they make money off of monetized videos, Right. And so for them, being with a social media darling like Vivek, whether they thought that he had a close shot in winning or not, it still works for them because they're still monetizing their social media platforms. 
And so I thought it was interesting because there were many of those uh, that believe that running in a city like Baltimore or any inner city is an unwinnable race that, you know, don't exhaust donors, don't even exhaust resources, don't try it. Many of those conservative influencers that put down races in inner cities, you know, like Baltimore, many of those people were on the Vivek Ramaswamy bandwagon. I was shocked. I was shocked. It was always clear that Vivek was not going to win, right? I think many of us knew at this point in time you had Governor DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Vivek Ramaswamy all running for the second place position. Now, between Vivek and a few others that have dropped out earlier, I think a lot of them were running for the VP spot, right? Or at least, at least a position within Trump's administration. But there were so many conservative influencers that jumped on this bandwagon with Vivek. I was, I was like, wait a minute. And I even tweeted this out. I said, wait a minute. The same influencers that tells everyone not to bother racing in, or I say competing, I should say, in inner cities. They're the same ones that are on the Vivek Ramaswamy bandwagon. How could that be? He, he was in an unwinnable race. He wasn't going to ever win as far as the Oval Office. That was clear. All the polling data going into the Iowa caucus, it was very clear that he wasn't going to do well there. I don't even know if he showed up on the polls in, in consideration to, to New Hampshire. You know, so it, it was very clear that he was never going to get more than 15 percent. It was very clear from the very beginning. And I think last night, what did he do, about 8 percent? I know there's still a few a few numbers coming in, but I believe he was at 7.7 percent when I last checked. And he just wasn't going to do that well. But, of course, again, if you make your entire life, right, your the way that you support yourself and your family, if it is all based on monetizing your social media platforms, then, yes, you can see them jumping on the Vivek Ramaswamy bandwagon, which is confusing for many other people that don't monetize their social media, right? The average voter, those that are just watching, those that follow the conservative influencers, they were actually believing them when they say that Vivek Ramaswamy had a shot. like Because I'm noting this. I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm noting it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Do these people really believe Vivek has a shot in this race? And it's like, okay, of course they do. Because conservative influencers, those that they follow, they're telling them that he does. He never had a shot. There was never a shot in the world. I did want to note, like I said earlier, but the difference between uh, Haley and DeSantis and their speeches uh, after their loss last night. Uh, I would say former U.N. Ambassador Haley actually sounded better than DeSantis. Uh, Haley immediately started talking about uh, her, her husband Billy, being in the military. You know, that, Look, they already knew that they were going to lose in Iowa, so they had their speeches prepared, let's be honest. Uh, but she, she leaned on the military. She talked about how she believed that the race is really just between she and President Trump. There were a lot of people criticizing her because she said Iowa just showed us this is a two-person race. Meanwhile, she came in third place. Now, a lot of people were, were pointing that out. And I, I will say because uh, it's it's funny because uh, because I don't think when she probably wrote this speech, and this is what I thought, I think she believed she was coming in second in Iowa. I do believe that. And I think she believed that it was going to be a lot closer between she and Ron DeSantis. And so remember, a lot of these speeches were prepared beforehand. But she did come in in third place from what I've seen. 
Uh, I did note that Governor Ron DeSantis, when he gave his speech after the fact, as soon as he got on stage, you know what he said? They threw everything at us. They threw everything but the kitchen sink. And so the first five minutes of Governor Ron DeSantis' speech was he was a victim. He was a victim of the media. He was a victim of uh, President Trump bashing him. He was a victim of being trashed uh, by Trump campaign members, right? He he was a victim throughout, according to Governor Ron DeSantis. For me, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but for me, I thought, I don't like it. I don't like it. I give Haley more props. She didn't come out like she was victimized. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis immediately turned it to woe with me. And you know what he reminded me of? A liberal. His reaction was, in my view, a liberal. And I thought that was a a poor tactic. Now, whether or not they planned for him to come out and say these things, I don't know. I think we could all agree that Governor Ron DeSantis' campaign, the entire campaign, has been terrible. From the launch, the rollout, remember he did it on the uh, the uh, Twitter spaces, right? It's, it's called X now. But that whole rollout was a disaster. And I understand he was trying to uh, do something new. But, you know, just the, the, the decisions that were made for Governor Ron DeSantis, remember he had Axiom uh, as his team. Axiom is the same team that got Governor uh, Glenn Yelkin across the finish line. It just didn't translate in Florida. And it didn't work out for Governor Ron DeSantis. Ron and Glenn Yelkin, two totally different people. Yes, you can dress uh, Glenn Yelkin up like a preppy guy on a golf course. It works. It works. That is Glenn Yelkin. That is, you know, it works. When it comes to Governor Ron DeSantis making him uh, preppy, putting the puffy vest on him, right? I mean, the, the whole thing, it was just awful. It was awful. And this is and this is a critique for Axiom. I, I don't believe that rebranding an individual after they've already had their first run and have name recognition from that first run, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't, because people already know him as one way, right? When he was uh, basically taking the lead, I would say, during uh, the COVID pandemic, everybody saw him in a different light. So then when he ran for president, of course, they give him this rebranding, this I'm so preppy, I'm a lot more calm, I, I need to smile more. I think a lot of people were turned off by it and said, well, you know what, that's not even the guy that I knew. And many people in Florida were saying the same thing. All right, we get back. I do want to get your thoughts on uh, the Iowa caucus. Uh, please give me a call at 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. You can also text me through the text line. If you haven't already, download the WCBM app. It is free in the App Store. Just type in WCBM, and you can actually text me right through that app. I want to know, does President Trump win the White House in November? Does he win? Does he win the whole shebang? Does, do, do the numbers that, sh- that came out last night of Iowa, does this show you that he could go on and beat Joe Biden or whoever the Democrat nominee will be? I want to hear for, from you on that one. Because I, I look at this and I say, you know what? The amount of counties that he won, even Kim Reynolds, the governor in Iowa, she, she endorsed Governor Ron DeSantis. Her numbers aren't so bad, right? Republicans like her in Iowa. But they didn't listen to her opinion or her endorsement at all. They they went with President Trump. He's got college-educated kids. He's got suburban women. He's got the young voters. He got he has all the voting blocks that we were told that President Trump could not get. He got them last night in Iowa. Does this indicate to you 
that he's taking the Oval Office in November. I want to know your thoughts. 410-WCBM-680. That is 410-922-6680. Are you ready for the ultimate sports betting experience? Well, get ready, because WCBM and BetMGM Sportsbook are here to elevate your game. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, now's the perfect time. Sign up now to take advantage of this first bet offer. Here's how it works. Visit WCBM.com to claim the offer, register, and deposit at least $10. Place your first wager on any game. And if your bet loses, don't worry, because you're covered. Up to $1,500 in bonus bets. That's right, $1,500 in bonus bets if your first wager does not go your way. It's the ultimate risk-free bet. To qualify, you must be 21 years of age or older. This promotion is only available for new customers and through WCBM.com. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. So don't wait. Visit WCBM.com, register, and deposit at least $10 and place your first wager. Get ready to experience the thrill of sports betting like never before. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing full-arch Teeth Express teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. Marilyn DeLee Firearms in Finksburg is family-owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Marilyn DeLee. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandDeleeFirearms.com. Shop local. The Rob Carson Show. No matter what the left has tried to do to insult the memory of relatives or friends of yours who fought and died or fought and were injured for this country, they were not able to take away our pride in our country. We know it's the greatest country in the history of mankind. America is a melting pot, always has been, and it always has been the greatest country despite what the left has done, and the American people know it. Weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Congratulations to Team Trump. Wow, they just, they took home the bacon. But guess what? We knew this was going to happen. The polls were accurate. I can't say that in every election cycle, but they were accurate this time around. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador uh, Nikki Haley both said that they are moving on to New Hampshire. And guess what? Rick Santorum, he was on Newsmax last night, and his comments were uh, accurate, I should say. He said, look, they're going to continue until the money runs out. Okay, they're they're they just are. So Nikki Haley, Governor Ron DeSantis, they have the money for New Hampshire. As far as I can tell, you know, Governor Ron DeSantis is spending pretty fast. But as far as I can tell, they have the money to go down to South Carolina. They have they have the money to go for at least I would think for at least another month. And so we shall see what happens. Uh, but Vivek Ramaswamy, in case you missed it, he dropped out. 
said there's no pathway to victory. He has corrected that, uh, and he has fully endorsed President Trump. He also said that he will be in New Hampshire with President Trump. Uh, I thought his uh, family looked great last night. Again, Vivek Ramaswamy, to see his wife in tears, it was it was hard because, you know what? Think about it. They're not in politics. So they had no idea how hard this was going to be. They had no idea what they were signing up for. And so to see his wife in tears, I mean, look, he worked hard. They were everywhere. He put his family on the back burner because, unfortunately, that's what you have to do when you run for office. And so I understand the tears. I know there were a couple comments on social media last night saying, well, why, why do they have her up there crying? Look, you know, it's raw emotion. It's real. It's real. I feel I feel as though the, the, the crying made it seem to me that uh, they were truly, you know, all about trying to make sure that this works and trying to make sure that they serve America and the country as, as the way that they have always planned. I thought, it, yeah, like I, I, people, you know what? I guess social media, some people are just so miserable sometimes. I got Paul in Annapolis. Paul, the question was, do you think Trump wins in November? Yeah, Kim, I think he wins in an electoral landslide if there's not the massive voter fraud, the drop boxes, the mail ballots. Um, I, we've got to protect ourselves from that, especially in those five key states that, uh, where you saw 10,000 mules, the movie, the cars going up to the drop boxes countless times in the middle of night, dropping off literally thousands of ballots all night long. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Paul. And so, Paul, and here's what I think as well. This is the moment. If the RNC wants to redeem themselves in any way, form, or fashion, they're going to have to tell everybody exactly what they plan to do to make sure that doesn't happen. And, and whether that's having somebody manning those boxes, you know, 24-7 to make sure it doesn't happen, but they, they have to come up with a plan. Uh, if they do that, I think you're right. I think he wins in a landslide. Yeah, the only other point I wanted to make was I really wished, and I said this from the beginning, Ron DeSantis was my favorite governor out of the 50 in the United States with a couple close behind him. Yeah. But I I wish he didn't run. He should have kept his powder dry, as the expression goes, endorsed Trump. He's a young man. He's only in his early to mid-40s. Yeah. And he could have run with the full backing of Trump in 28. And now I think he's uh, slightly damaged. Yeah, you know what? You're right, Paul. I always thought, you know, him at 28 against somebody like a Governor Westmore, I thought he would be victorious there. Uh, I will say, though, if he... If he, if he drops out of after New Hampshire and endorses President Trump, I think he might get in a, a couple of uh, people's good graces at that point. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, certainly uh, better better late than never. Right. But, um, he, he did such a great job in Florida during the, uh, COVID, the supposed COVID crises, the, um, the um, transgender lunacy. Yeah. Um, he was just kind of spot on. The anti woke governor. He he was just so good and I just wish he um I just wish he had waited. Yeah, so I'm with you, Paul. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's the question here. Does Trump win the White House in November? Is he going all the way to the Oval Office? Is there any indication to you? Now, Iowa Iowa's a different breed, right? It's it's not exactly, you know. Doesn't have the same demographics as the rest of the country, but that's my question. 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Are you also afraid of the fraud? As Paul from Annapolis just pointed out, a lot of people are thinking about that as well. Coming up next, I want to hear from you. Also, we'll get into MSNBC's 
Now look, Joy Reid, Rachel Maddow, they had some interesting comments last night, and I got the audio for you to hear. You're going to be shocked. You really are. Like, look, they go far as it is, but this is over the top. We got all that and more coming up next. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. It's never been done before, uh margin of victory quite this wide for a candidate in the Iowa caucuses. It was an historic victory last night for Donald Trump, and he outpaced both Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, and apparently gave a very clear indication that he will be the shoe-in candidate for the Republicans this year. A lot of people turned out despite dangerously cold weather in Iowa, and those cold wind chills continue to affect much of the country, especially the Rockies, the Great Plains, and the Midwest. The National Weather Service says about 110,000 U.S. homes and businesses were without power late yesterday, the bulk of them in Oregon, after widespread outages that started over the weekend. Washington State has sued to block the proposed merger of Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocery store chains. This is SRN News. Ah, life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on, calling all the shots, checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. The rain, snow, and freezing rain all moving out by the afternoon. We should be dry. Cloudy, not warming up much today. 36, that's our high. Tonight it is cold. This is some of the coldest weather so far. Mid to upper teens tonight. Tomorrow the sun's shining, but not helping. 31 tomorrow. Thursdays, only slightly warmer, 38 Thursday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt, get money today if you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. We're here with Ryan Herbert of Pro Status Financial Advisors Group here in the Maryland, D.C. area and host of the Savvy Investor radio show and podcast. Ryan, you get to be about 55 and a half and older, and you know you need a few things. You need a financial advisor, you need a CPA, and you need an estate planning attorney, and you want them all talking to each other so they're working for me, for us. And that's hard to do. Yeah, that's the hardest thing, simply getting them on the phone, let alone getting them to talk to each other. And most importantly, above anything else, is getting them to agree on a strategy. You know, that's the most important thing is coming up with an estate plan that works with your financial plan, coming up with a plan for taxes that works with your financial plan and making sure all of them are 
are doing the same thing because if you're working with three different people, you're driving to one side of town to see your estate planning attorney, mm-hmm. you're driving across the other side of town to see your CPA, and then you're going to see your financial advisor, making sure that all of them work together is the hardest part. And that is why we bring it all under one roof with ProStatus Financial. So for the next five callers that are truly serious, why not take the steps now to protect everything that you've worked so hard for? I encourage you to give us a call at 866-597-1040 and sit down with Mike, myself, and a member of our team here at ProStatus, and we'll put together your very own comprehensive retirement plan that you need to have all in one place. This is the model that Ryan Herbert, Mike Kinnett, and their team at ProStatus Financial have built. So for the next five callers with $500,000 or more saved for retirement, congratulations. And as Ryan said, they're going to sit down with you personally and create your step-by-step plan for a successful retirement. Call ProStatus now, 866-597-1040. That's 866-597-1040. And at thesavvyinvestorradio.com. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. The Hilton Garden Inn, conveniently located in Owings Mills with easy check-in using their digital key. Just download their Hilton Honors app. Whether it's a special event or a get-together for drinks at the grill, you can be sure of a great time for all. Relax in their indoor pool and wake up to a delicious cup of coffee and made-to-order breakfast. Reach out to their sales department for your catering and event space needs. Call the Hilton Garden Inn, Owings Mills, 410-654-0030, 410-654-0030, where your Stay matters. Forget oil change anxiety. Get in, get out, and get on with your day at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Get an oil change and an 18-point preventive maintenance check in just 15 minutes at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Mention radio and get 20% off your next oil change. Visit BIOC.com for a location near you. Sean Hannity. I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, Well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. Good morning. If you're just getting out of there on the roads, if you're going outside, I have to tell you, they're a lot more clear on the main streets. If you're uh, getting on the road and you're just in your neighborhood or your development, yeah, it's gonna, it might take a little bit of time to get those clear, but I can assure you the major roads are clear. Uh, we're talking about President Trump, obviously. My big question to you is, does Trump win the, uh, the White House in November? Last night in Iowa, look, the polls were correct, and there are a lot of people celebrating President Trump being so victorious. Almost all of the counties he won there in Iowa, despite the fact that the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, endorsed Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, Trump uh, won the Iowa caucus within the first 30 minutes. Even CNN, uh, CNN's Jake Tapper called it within the first 30 minutes. I understand why, uh, why people were not happy that it was called so early. I get it. I get it. You know, we, we, we saw something similar back in 2020 when it came to Arizona. I get it. Uh, but again, my question to you, do you think Trump goes all the way to the Oval Office? Is, is Iowa an indication that it works? 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. I've got Tom in Owings Mills. Tom, what are your thoughts? Uh, I heard that Kim Reynolds had 95 million reasons for Ron DeSantis, but that's aside. 
<laughs> I, I say that Donald John Trump takes the White House like Grant took Richmond. I think I'm less worried about fraud this time because we're on the alert for that. I'm more worried that if he got into office, there'd be a seven days in May type scenario, you know, a military coup. John Kennedy was so worried about that from the outset that he actually staged the opening scene of that movie on the White House lawn. That's yeah. how concerned he was. And you know what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Todd, let me ask you this. Who do you want to see as uh, President Trump's VP pick? I don't want Vivek. I never trusted Vivek from the beginning. Okay. Like, like with Dukakis, I knew Dukakis would never score with red-blooded Americans because I have nothing against the Greeks but his name, Dukakis. And then Ramaswamy is even worse. Ramaswamy. I mean, it flies off in all directions like most of his political opinions. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was interesting. I noticed uh, Shannon Bream last night on Fox News. She could not pronounce Ramaswamy if her life depended on it. <laughs> and a lot of the voters won't. Well, yeah, is it Vivek or Vivek yeah. or, you know, they don't know. And DeSantis, when, when your wife wants you to win more than you want to win, I think like Casey <laughs> DeSantis, she's like Kate Middleton in Great Britain, you know. She's yeah. like a Lady Macbeth type. She wants, and she's probably the one that keeps shifting the political devices from lifts to this, to that, you know, and all she's doing is digging a hole under him. Yeah, yeah, no, all great points there, Tom. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great afternoon. All right, and you know what? Interesting that he says that about Casey DeSantis. I, I, I bet, and I don't see Governor Ron DeSantis personally going that far. Uh, I think the money's going to run out. Because like I said, his team, they spend like there's no tomorrow. It's, it's just, it's coming out like a faucet. And, you know, I... I Look, I know it's usually the consultants that make those decisions, and uh, that's why sometimes you got to like have that meeting and say, "Look, this is who we're going to cut, and here's who we're going to listen to moving forward." I-, I hope Governor Ron DeSantis is having that talk with his team this morning, uh, because the amount of spending versus the amount of uh, help and support that got him in Iowa. I would reel it back a lot. I really would. And as some people have been pointing out, they do still want to see Governor Ron DeSantis run in 2028. And why not continue to keep some of that money in your coffers so that you can run and you can start out of the gate there, you know, hitting it with the ground running. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. As uh, Rick Santorum uh, pointed out last night on Newsmax, usually they don't stop until the money runs out. That's the deciding factor. But I, I hope that they do think twice about it. I say they. I, I think uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, I, personally, I don't see Nikki Haley having a shot ever at the Oval Office. I know that probably sounds awful, right? But I, I just I can't see it at all for her, even in 2028, not in 2032. I, I just can't see it for her. I want to uh, know that what you think here, Monica, in Parkville. What do you think? Well, I think that he will win everything, uh, that uh, uh, President uh, Trump will win everything. Um, I'm so, he has changed his demeanor. He is such a, a true leader. Um, I think that uh, the thing that uh, the other side is always harping on is, oh, that, uh, you know, he, everything's a calamity when he comes around and this and that. Um, it, it isn't him. It is the Democratic Party that is pushing all the negative things about him and creating such havoc. Uh, around him that uh, he has no recourse but to, but to fight back and um, uh, but they're they're blaming Trump for what they're doing that's that's what the Democrats do better they they cause the problems 
and then they blame, you know, the other side, which is us, uh, 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 you know, Republicans. But uh, I definitely think that people are tired of the lies. Uh, we're not stupid. They're not stupid. And if anybody, whoever else, if, if Nikki Haley or uh, DeSantis, uh, you know, if, if for some reason, you know, gets ahead, they will do the same thing to him. They will, uh, they will uh, tear them down in such a, a vicious way that, um, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. It just happened to be Trump. And they've built up such a hatred for him that, you know, they, they just, they can't, they can't take it back. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, Monica, do you, do you know who you would like to see as his VP pick? Um, <clears throat> let me see. VP. I see a lot of different things coming out here, but uh, uh, mm, I'm not sure. I don't. I. I, I don't think uh, I want to see uh, DeSantis. He needs to just, you know, go home for a while and think about what he did. He made a complete big mistake. He could have made it so much easier for himself. And um, I don't. I don't think Trump is that forgiving. I mean, he, he likes. He likes people to. You know, be truthful and 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 you know, be respectful for what he has done for them. Right. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I think he's going to try to go with a female. I, I see uh, Sarah from Arkansas, I, but she's just new at the uh, at the um, being a governor, and um, so I don't. Uh, you know, I, I would think that he is, he really loves that woman. He really thinks a lot about her. Yeah. And um, so uh, I, I think um, the, uh, um, the representative from Florida, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's black. And, oh, uh, Byron Donalds. Yes. Yes. I think that uh, he's considering him. I think Whitaker is going to be. Uh, up there for uh, Attorney General, along with Pam Bundy. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that I see. And right. I'd like to see uh, Ramaswamy uh, be head of education. Oh, that would be a good one. Well, Monica, oh, thank you I, so much. I, no, I, I, I appreciate you. I think you have a lot of great points. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, okay. Thank you. Yeah, you know what, Monica, I think she hit the nail on the head there. Uh, we will continue this conversation. I'm going to go uh, over here to uh, Charlie from the State Highway Administration. He's calling in. Hi, Charlie. Hey, Kim. How's it going today? It does going well. What's going on? So we're out there treating the highways. Just want to kind of alert the uh, your, your listeners about what we're going to be doing for the remainder of the afternoon, pushing back shoulders and monitoring for any icy patches. But we do want to give folks a little heads up about once sunset happens tonight. Temperatures are going to get very, very cold, so anything that looks wet on the roadway has the potential to freeze. We'll be patrolling for it, but if you do have to travel tonight, we recommend you go to our website at roads.maryland.gov and get the latest information and make a plan before hitting the highway. But we do recommend if you don't have to drive, stay off until, until they dry off. Sounds good. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. As you heard there, Charlie Gishler was letting you know exactly what they plan to do. Be safe out there. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. You know, even coming in this morning, I saw some people just still speeding away. Like, why? Why, <laughs> why do something like that? You know, I, I even bet that right now your job understands why you might be a little late. All right. 
Oh, man. All right. We are talking about President Trump. Is he going to win big in November? Uh, as I told you earlier, MSNBC had a total meltdown. I did want to read a couple texts here, and then we'll get into some of the audio. Uh, let's see. Marty says, uh, when will candidates tell Larry Hogan not to endorse them? Uh, Nikki Haley <laughs> is on the long list of Hogan-endorsed candidates uh, to underachieve. Yeah, Marty, it's almost as if his endorsement's the kiss of death. Right. I mean, it's like but I, I honestly I think he did it just to to make some news to be relevant. Right. He just wanted to show everybody that he still does not like President Trump. Uh, but yeah, Governor Hogan endorsing Nikki Haley was silly. It really was. Uh, Keith says, Kim, we already know what the other side that the other side will cheat. It's the only way that they can win. We can stop them only if our side's uh, partisan observers have the guts to actually push back and insist on observing the process start to finish. Yeah, Keith, you know, we're going to have to do something about it. And and that's why I was saying the RNC is going to have to step up. And just so you guys know, tomorrow we'll be joined by Madison Jessiato. She is the RNC spokesperson for the National RNC. Uh, You know, these are the questions that I have for her tomorrow. If you have questions for Madison, please email them at Kim at WCBM.com, and I can ask her. Again, Madison Jessiano will join us tomorrow uh, here on Kim Classic Live. She is a spokesperson for the RNC. I, I want to know what the answer is. What are we going to do about uh, possible fraud? I've got uh, Bill on the line in Columbia. Hey, Bill, what are your thoughts? Thank you very much. Uh, I believe you covered this earlier, but Iowa is not representative of the United States of America. There's maybe two people of color there, so I'm not sure that this means anything. Okay. Point number two, you asked, I've said this before when I've called in. I believe Trump has a ceiling. I do not believe he can win. I believe Biden, if alive, will be reelected. And within six months of his reelection, he will resign from office on reasons of health, and Kamala Harris will become the first black woman president of the United States. Why do you have to rate on my parade today, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's raining outside. The weather was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So you think that, might, that you know, he's not going to take the Oval Office. And you're right. That's why I said the demographic in Iowa is not, the, it's not similar to the rest of the country. I guess moving forward, Bill, let me ask you, who do you believe Trump will choose as a VP pick? Probably, it probably won't be anyone in the current field. Okay. Um, I, I really don't know, but probably something, someone that doesn't have a big, overwhelming personality I think there's only room for one big, overwhelming personality, and that's, that's Donald Trump. Right. I, if I was giving advice, if I was king, I would say, ask a black man, like yeah. Scott, okay? Ask a black or a person of color to try to get some crossover votes. Yeah, yeah. And as Monica pointed out, the last caller, Byron Donalds, I could tell that he's been with uh, Trump every step of the way. As I noted before, Madison Cawthorn, former congressman from North Carolina, he actually moved to Byron Donalds' district over the summer. And I'm wondering if that's the play there. It could be. Or if he had a real brain, he would ask you, Ms. Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> That's not getting any crossover votes. I appreciate the vote of confidence from you, though, Bill. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. A lot of great points there. Yeah, everybody's making really good points today. Uh, like I said, Madison Cawthorn, yes, he did move to Naples, Florida. And that is where Congressman Byron Donalds uh, currently represents. Now, a lot of people were wondering if Byron Donalds is going to run for governor. Now, I heard that as well. Uh, but I also heard that Congressman Matt Gates is looking at that seat. Uh, so I, I just assumed that Byron's going to make a move here. I just don't know which move it is. And, uh, of course, he doesn't tell me because he says I have a big mouth. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I don't have a big mouth. 
Do I? No, I can keep a secret. Yeah. All right. In the text I got Daniel, he says, good morning. I believe the 2020 polls were correct. Uh, proof of fraud. Yeah, Daniel. Look, the polls were very accurate coming out of Iowa, right? It makes you wonder. It definitely does. All right. So even though record-setting margin Trump win last night, you still had those on MSNBC blaming, yes, race. <laughs> race. For the reason that Trump won so big in Iowa. I got a first clip here. Uh, this is Joanne Reed on MSNBC. She was talking about white Christians. Uh, if you haven't heard this already, brace yourself. Take a listen. But, you know, I feel like the, the important sort of data point, and, and, you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's, he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight, is that these, these are white Christians. That this is a state that is overrepresented, overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these tonight. caucuses, yes. especially tonight. Um, I today, earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Religion Research Institute, knowing that you we were going to talk about Iowa, and this is a hyper evangelical st- white state. And he said the following to me: Iowa is about sixty-one percent white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately forty-one percent white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following, they see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country. And Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out or mm-hmm. none of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours. And that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a is a fraudulent American, is a less, a less, a less real American. Then you don't care about electability. You care about what God has given and that's Joy Ann Reed with a ridiculous take on MSNBC. Look, I watch MSNBC so you don't have to. What a ridiculous take. And here's what's so crazy about it, right? She just, first of all, it's so hard for her to believe that Trump is doing so well because she talks trash about him every chance he gets. But on top of it, if it's, you know, white Christian, as if white Christians are a problem. <laughs> yes, all of those being murdered in Baltimore City. Right? Because she swears she says Black Lives Matter. They're all being murdered by white Christians. I had no idea till today. Right? Christianity is a problem? Really? I mean, the things that they get to say on MSNBC with no problem is just mind-boggling. And I, I also noted, I'm like, all right, if it's all about the evangelicals, it's funny, you know, say it is about Christianity, would they really choose President Trump? Right? I mean, think about it. Over Governor Ron DeSantis or even Nikki Haley? President Trump, is he somebody that you look to and say, wow, you know, no flaws at all, no sins, nothing? <laughs> no, no, she can't just take the fact that people love President Trump. Well, coming up next, you know, she didn't just stop there. She had more comments about race in uh, regards to former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. We'll uh, play that for you coming up next. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. They don't have a track record that they can run on and say, vote for us because our policies are working four more years, four more years, and actually mean it. I mean, David Axelrod has been pounding the crap out of out of Joe Biden, as has James Carville, as has Van Jones, Maureen Dowd. I mean, these are pretty powerful voices within the democratic apparatchik, if you will. Um, and usually what they say, a lot of people pay attention to. 
But then you look at other demographics that we have. He has a 28% approval among independents. I mean, if this poll holds, this he will not be reelected. There's no candidate with these numbers that can be reelected. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-9862. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Hi, I'm attorney Michael Friedman. And I'm attorney Stephen Friedman. And along with my wife, Rachel, we strive to continue our firm's 40-year reputation for excellence. You know, Steve, when I started practicing law, things in the world were plenty different. No, FDR was not president, but folks were getting injured in auto accidents and by other negligent acts. And our work, our commitment to clients from the very start has never wavered. You're so right, Dad. Handling property damage, getting car rentals, assuring the best medical treatment, and really just getting their lives back remains our primary focus. And that also means obtaining fair and just compensation for their pain and suffering, as well as for any permanent medical issues. And although we prefer to settle cases, we often rely on judge and juries to obtain fair and just compensation. So if you or a loved one has been injured by another's negligence, give us a call at the Law Offices of Michael Friedman, 410-363-6848 for a free consultation. And don't forget, Dad, there's no fee for us and no cost to our clients unless we win. Well, then please continue winning. Absolutely not to worry. The Law Offices of Michael Friedman, serving the Mid-Atlantic region for over 40 years. Get a tax refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt now. No fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. On the next morning drive with Casey and Elliot, how DEI is ruining the CIA and FBI. Wednesday morning, 6 to 9, Talk Radio 680, WCBM. Yes, we were just talking about MSNBC and uh, Joy Ann Reed and the fact that she believes white Christians are not only a problem, they are the reason that President Trump did so well in Iowa, and uh, she just can't handle it. Don't forget, at 11 o'clock, we'll be joined by Kate Sullivan. She'll tell us about the uh, ballot collection training workshop that's happening tomorrow. And then, of course, at 1125-ish, we'll play Who Said That. In the next hour, we will talk about the sale of the Baltimore Sun. Uh, if you haven't heard about that, very, <laughs> a very positive story. It's a good news story for the day. <laughs> All right, I was telling you before the break that uh, Joy Ann Reed, she didn't just stop at attacking white Christians last night. She didn't just stop there. She also added a little bit of, you know, because you got to throw, you got to sprinkle in more race, right? Whatever you can. <laughs> Take a listen to what she had to say about UN Ambassador Nikki Haley. New Hampshire. And I think to the point there. that you made, Steph, I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady. 
that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't care how much the donor class likes her, which will ramp up a lot, the better she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis' only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal to whitey <laughs> that is joy and reed on msnbc last night again i watch so you don't have to right you never have to turn to msnbc but how many people actually look at you and ambassador nikki haley and say she's a brown person i've never once i i promise you this i have never once looked at nikki haley and said to myself you know she let's keep in mind she is uh she's an Indian. I mean just <laughs> she's a Native American. I like nobody says this about Nikki Haley. As Brian, the producer just pointed out, she's from South Carolina. I'm crying out loud. So white Christians is a problem. Nikki Haley being brown, which I yeah, I, I never thought of. That's also a problem. Coming up next though, we also get into uh, some comments from Rachel Maddow. Oh, MSNBC was on fire last night, in case you missed it. There's a lot of clips floating around on, on uh, social media. If you don't already, follow me at Kim K. Baltimore on X, probably known as Twitter. Also, WCBM, all of our social media sites. You'll see stuff there as well. Coming up next, like I said, we'll get into Rachel Maddow and her comments in regards to Trump winning huge in Iowa and the sale of the Baltimore Sun. Two very good stories, very positive. I'm having a good morning. We all know confidence in the economy is being crushed under Biden. It's more important than ever to protect the value of your greatest lifetime achievement, your home. Unfortunately, many people accept less for their non-updated homes. If you could live in Maryland and would like to sell your home, you could make tens of thousands of dollars more by hiring an expert to upgrade and sell it with no upfront cost to you. Renovation Real Estate will increase your home's value to attract competitive buyers, and you'll pay no money out of pocket for the renovations. As a licensed real estate agent, Agency and general contractor, they help homeowners make $20,000 or more in extra profit by attracting buyers with appealing home updates. They fix it, they sell it. You profit. Don't miss out on profiting more from all your years of hard work. Call Sean Holden at 410 724 1199 or visit online at renovationrealestate.com. That's 410 724 1199 or renovation.realestate, MHIC 118795. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. It's never been done before, margin of victory this wide in the Iowa caucuses. Former President Trump scored a record-setting win in the Iowa caucuses. This has been an incredible experience.